Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 73 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am Brent Coley, your host and elementary school principal in Southern California, Murrieta to be exact. And joining me today is a fellow Southern Californian, Dean Deaver. Dean, how you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me on. Uh, super, super excited to have you on. And in, in, in just a second, well, so for anyone not familiar, who, who is, give it a little introduction, who is Dean Deaver? Well, uh, you know, ironically, you and I have a, a long-term history here. Um, <laughs> you know my sister and went to high school with her. So we have that uh, Bond Southern California connection for sure. Yep. And uh, I am an elementary teacher. This is my 22nd year. Um, hard to believe. I actually thought I was only going to do it for 10 years. And here I am, <laughs> 22 years into it. Um, I have taught uh, second through sixth grade. Um, I actually taught at California Baptist University, their credential program. And uh, even the Riverside County of Education, I taught one time. So I've kind of done a lot of different ages for sure. That is awesome, and yeah, we I uh, went to high school with 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 Stephanie, your sister, and uh, you and I have chatted a few times. But this it's been a while though, so I'm excited yeah. to uh, to chat with you. And I did not know that, or I think I did know, but you reminded me that you taught uh, at the university level. Did you enjoy that at Cal Baptist? Absolutely, that was a, a unique experience, and uh, you know. Little kids and <clears throat> big kids. Uh, there's a lot of similarities, actually. Yeah. Yep, yep. I had an opportunity to teach a semester for the at Cal State Fullerton for the uh, undergraduate class, like in order to get into the credential program, and I had a blast teaching that. It was so fun. So, all right. Well, so tonight we're going to talk about. We're going to share some stories from th- something that you are very passionate about. And I am very passionate about, and that is podcasting with students. So we're we're doing a podcast with teachers and, and administrators and educators, but tonight we're gonna we're gonna focus it on podcasting with students. You podcast with your students. I used to podcast with my fifth grade students, so I thought this is this is gonna be great. So so to start, you do your podcast with students. What exactly? What are you doing with your kids? Like what when you do podcasting, what what are your topics? Tell us about your podcast. Yeah. Um, and again, on a side note, honestly, you you absolutely inspired me years ago. And I kind of talked to you about this before, but I I remember looking at your website and hearing the podcast and going, I want to do that someday. Mm. So it took me years to, <laughs> to be honest, to get the courage up to uh, go all in. And it was actually, I needed to move to another school and I did uh, last year and it just felt right. The timing was just right. And I said, okay, if Brent can do it, I can figure it out. I'm going to go for it. So when I went into it, um, I really wanted it to be student led. Um, so I tried not to give too much of like, here, I want you just to talk about this. Um, but I definitely gave some, you know, ideas for them and threw a lot of suggestions out. Um, but it was, um, really it's open-ended. I mean, I, I have kids coming to me saying, Hey, I would like to do a podcast about X, Y, or Z or whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, write it up. Let's talk about it. Let's get it going. And, um, 
it's actually turned into two podcasts. I have one podcast for my actual classroom uh, called Deaver Scholars. And then I wanted to open it up to my school. And so I thought Deaver Scholars was a little bit too limited. So we, I created a new one called the Bullfrog Hopcast. Our, um, our mascot is the bullfrog. Did you say Hopcast? Hopcast, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it went right along with Mark Twain Elementary, the bullfrog. So I thought, let's call it the Hopcast. Why not? Very clever. Thanks. So... Yeah, so I opened it up to the bigger school, and again, the kids are coming to say, "I would like to interview so and so about this. I would like to, um, you know, do a podcast on this issue or this um, idea." And so it's been really student led. Um, and I look at their questions, I look at what they're going to say, kind of give them some feedback, um, and then say, "Go." That's awesome. That is that is awesome. Yeah, when I used to podcast with with my kids, um, we did it a little like I would do it like the end of a social studies unit or the end of a science unit or something like that, and I used it kind of as, as a culminating project. Where if we were doing a science unit, for example, on human body systems, I would put them into groups, and we would have one group would talk about they would they would take their notes about the circulatory system and another group would do the respiratory system and so on. And they would basically summarize and synthesize everything that they learned. And then they would record. Do you do something? Do you do anything like that similar? So what I've suggested in some of the episodes included is what do we do in the classroom? I really wanted them to say, okay, you know, pick something that you like, that you've enjoyed, that you've learned a lot from. And they picked up on that. So it could be like the Ozobots. Um, I've had a couple episodes on the little robot Ozobots because um, mm-hmm. they, they just really loved it and they talked on and on about it. Um, other websites we use, uh, like we have used one called Redbird Learning, which is a math one. Um, so it, it's not necessarily specific about the end of a culminating thing like, you know, social studies, but it, it does, re, you know, pertain to what we're doing in the classroom for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and that's what I love. Cause it was like a window into, it was a window for the community to look into our classroom. And I think you've got the same type of thing because kids go home and moms and dads ask, so what'd you learn in school today? What'd you do in school today? And the, the, the standard answer is nothing. I mean, but <laughs> like, here, here's exactly what we're learning. Yeah. And, um, and it was awesome. So what have you found like positive effects? Like, like what, what would be, if someone is listening to this right now is kind of like, cause you don't have to sell me on it. Cause <laughs> I'm a <laughs> believer true. on this already. And you're already a believer on this, but for someone who's been thinking like, gosh, that's why, why should I do this? And, and we'll, and we can get into a little bit of the how and what you're using in a little bit. But, but first of all, I always think we should start with the why. Why should a teacher podcast with his or her students? What, what positive things have you seen out of doing this? Yeah, that's, that's an excellent point. And, um, it, it is the why that drives me on this, uh, because it really takes the kids, um, their, takes their ideas and it like lays out across the, 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 the subjects. You have kids from all levels, um, 
maybe struggling in their academics, but it doesn't matter because if they can talk, then they can do it. And what's really cool is it includes writing because I make them write it out, whether it's a script or the questions or even their answers, at least to kind of get it down. Um, so here it is. We have an automatic writing assignment that they want to do. And the more they pour into it, they know the better it's going to be. Um, it also, you know, fits in with the visual and performing arts um, standards. Um, they get on, they record, they, they, they present what they're doing, um, and, it, and it gets out there. Um, my big thing in my classroom is I have something called the GPS of learning, um, gathering, process, and share. Um, you know, you gather, you have to get information somehow, you process it, you think about it, and then ultimately, how, do you, how are you going to share what you've learned? And so this is, the podcast to me is like one of the ultimate sharing opportunities. Amen. They, they take it and they run with it and they, and they're producing it. It's student led. They put it all together. Um, it, it can't go wrong. I mean, it, there's, there's all good about it for sure. Well, and, and yeah, you're giving that, you're giving that audience. I, I I've said this before on previous episodes, but Rushton Hurley, and I always, I always have to stop and make sure I say this right. But if the teachers, if the teachers know that the teachers, if the students know the teacher is going to see it, the world's going to see it. They yeah. want it to be good. If they think just the teacher is going to see it, they want it to be good enough. Yeah. And, and by, it's not just something that they're going to turn into Mr. Deaver or Mr. Coley. It's, Hey guys, this is going to go on iTunes. So, mm-hmm. um, everybody's going to, everybody in the world could potentially see this. I remember it was one of the coolest things on that first day of school. I would pull up iTunes mm-hmm. and I would show them the podcast and be like, your work is going to be right here and seeing saucer-shaped eyes. It's like, are you serious? Like, that's where, it's like, yeah, that's where you're going to be. Just giving them that global uh, audience is, it just, it, it, it makes the kids so excited about what they're doing. It, it really does. And it actually generated more kids being interested in wanting to do it because now I heard my friend, I can do that. I can do better. I've got something interesting to say. Um, it just really like started to kind of a mini explosion on the campus once I opened it up to everybody. And, you know, you, when you started it, it was pre social media. Um, Mm -hmm. now, you know, you get it out there and then everybody can post about it too. So it really talk about a global audience. You're, you're no, that's no joke. Well, and yeah, and there's nothing like when you, you get somebody commenting on it, and then you show that to the kids, like, "Hey, so somebody in L.A. said this about your podcast, or somebody in Kansas listened to your podcast and said it was awesome." There was there was no better feeling than when I could share something like that that somebody on the other side of the country listened to your episode, or a teacher emailed me and said they loved their episode, told told me to tell you that you did a great job on that. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the things too that I felt like you mentioned, like it's all levels of kids. Doesn't matter where they are. The writing, I did the same thing. They wrote, the, it wasn't just a, uh, we're going to ad lib it type thing. They wrote their scripts and they and they read their scripts. So you were working on the writing standards and you mentioned like the visual performing arts, the listening and speaking standards, yeah. which is is such, I think, a, an overlooked um, aspect. But I, I just, I had one student in my class who I remember who he was a student who, who received instructional support, who was one of the most quiet students that 
that I had one year. He was he was so shy. But when it was his turn to record, when I would pull him back to the kidney-shaped table and would put that the microphone headset on and hit the and pointed at him like, you're on. <laughs> he turned into Tom Brokaw. Yeah. I mean, it was like, and I remember some of the kids, because we would oftentimes record during silent. So like kids would be would be silently reading. And I remember like kids like jerking their heads around like, oh my gosh, is that is that so and so? Like, I've never heard him sound like that. It was so great to see because he wasn't standing up in front of the class. Mm-hmm. Which is so I mean, you know, I mean, we've seen the studies that say like the greatest fear for most adults. Uh, is not death. It's public speaking. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, so it's like, it's an opportunity for those kids to practice that, those speaking skills, but doing it in a less threatening environment. Well, so I have a story that's, it's the opposite, but the benefits were the same. Oh, cool. um, I had um, a girl that wanted to interview another girl in my class and the, the, <laughs> the title or the kind of the topic was she was a twin and her twin sister was in the class next door to us. But the twins were also English learners um, mm. and they, they struggled. They were, you know, like a phase two or three, uh, enough to get by. They were fine. So the girl who did the interview or interviewing um, English only just did a great job, carried the conversation when things were kind of slowing down. And then I recorded it, you know, I put it out there and said, let's listen. And sure enough, um, you know, you could hear the English learner student kind of going, just listening and watching and going, hmm. At the end of it, she goes, is, is that how I sound? And I go, mm-hmm. yeah. She goes, but I, I pause a lot. I stop. I go, uh-huh. Oh. And from then on, man, she really stepped up her game. She was yeah. really trying more and participating more. It didn't bring her down. It was like, oh, I need to, I need to, you know, get better communicating here. And it was, it was so amazing. I loved it. That's awesome. Some reflective feedback that, oh, I can, yeah, I remember sometimes I would have kids do something like, Mr. Coley, can, can we try it again? Yeah. Like, I don't like, I don't like the way I sounded. Can we do it again? It's like, that's music to a teacher's ears. Like, uh, sure. Let's see, let's see if you can get better. And they were the ones more often than not. It wasn't me saying, let's try that again. They were the ones saying, I want to try that again. So right. yeah, yeah. That 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 is so cool. Um, so for for anyone listening, like, so let's say, let's say we've convinced somebody right now, you know what, that would be cool. Cause the types of things that you could do is like I was looking through some of the past episodes that I did. And if anyone's interested, I've got a I just put a new podcast page on brentcoley.com. If you go to the resources page under podcasts, I've got all of the 53 episodes that my students used to do when I was teaching fifth grade. We do, I mean, as part of the fifth grade standards, we learned about the United States and we would do like state reports and things like that. And one of the things that I had them do was they would, um, if their state was Kansas, they would research fascinating facts about Kansas. And we recorded an episode where they got to share fascinating facts about like the top three facts or weird facts about their state. It could be weird laws. The biggest ball of yarn was in this state or the first Starbucks was in this state or those types of things. We did poetry. Like we would have students, if they wrote poems, they could record themselves doing poems. 
like I mentioned, the science, social studies, there's so many different things that they could do. You've got interviews, interviewing a twin. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. How do you record, Dean? Like how, what's, without getting too, I don't want this to become a total technical thing, but what do you use to, what do you use to record? So I started very limited, basic, you know, trying to get into this world here. Um, I just used my, I started with just my computer and the microphone and on it. And it's not a great computer. It's very, fairly basic. Um, but I, uh, Audacity is where I would record it off of. Mm-hmm. And, Which is um, a free, it's a free download for anyone listening. If you just do a search for Audacity, it's a free open source program. Pretty easy to use. Yeah, it's pretty easy and functional. Um, it, it, it gets a job done. And then I did go ahead and go on to LipSync. Is it Lipson? Lipson, I think it is. Yep. Um, and so you do have to pay a little bit every month just to have some storage stuff. But that's pretty fairly easy to use. That was, that was a, took me a little bit to kind of figure it out. But once you get into it and find your rhythm, you're like, oh, okay, there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of functions on that as well. Um, so... And then I initially, then after that, I bought a inexpensive microphone and it was okay. Um, and then I've upgraded to a much better microphone. Um, and that uh, has really made the clarity unbelievable. Yeah. And, and it's, it's crazy because when I was doing this back in 2010, <laughs> it's like almost, <laughs> almost, well, not almost a decade ago, yeah. it, they didn't have the tools, but I mean, whether you're using Audacity, you can do it on your phone now. Yeah. So, so I would think there's something called ahead. Anchor on. An- have you tried An- that one? Uh, I I have not, but I have friends. Yeah, Anchor. If anyone listening, it's a it's a free app. It's totally free. You can do it on your phone, and literally everything is done on your phone. When you, as soon as you you record it on your phone, you hit publish on your phone, and it puts it up there, and you're good to go. So. Um, if anyone is thinking, gosh, I want to try this, but I'm not techie or anything like that, don't let that stop you. Because I would say, if nothing else, you could record on your phone and you could upload that to Google Drive mm-hmm. or my or Microsoft OneDrive or something like that. And you could simply share that link. Let's just say you start small and you, and you have your students record something, you put it in Google Drive and you share that link with the parents, even if it's something like that, that's a great way to start to get your feet wet, get them uh, demonstrating what they're learning in new engaging ways. So I would say there's a lot of resources out there. Uh, I've got some uh, some tutorials and stuff like that on my website, like on how to use Audacity. I've got some tutorials there. Um, the anchor is, is um, I've heard, ridiculously easy. <laughs> Yeah. But um, it's don't let that stop you if anyone is listening, because the benefits of doing this with your kids is um, I, I, I just can't I can't say enough. And you've seen it. You've seen it, too, Dean. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of bouncing off what you said, I mean, really just try something. Just go ahead and, you know, give it a whirl kind of thing. And even if you buddy up with another teacher and you guys kind of like figure out the technology or whatever, um, I love what you said. Just, I mean, just record on your phone, record it even on your computer, put it up to Google, Google Drive. I mean, there's 
you, we, we live in a time where everything's so much easier than when you first started. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, I used to try to do like sessions at Q and, and, and unfortunately I would lose 99% of the people cause they're like, yeah, that, that that's, that's too complex. I'm the geek. We were talking before I recorded, I was the geeky guy who didn't mind all that extra stuff, but most people do. And yeah. fortunately it's kind of like building a website now with, yeah, all these Google sites and Weebly and Wix and drag and drop. It's anybody can do it, and the same thing is true for podcasting. Yeah, um, it kind of it kind of goes along with you know teachers always say, "Oh gosh, that's just one more thing to do." But the benefits are so incredible, and the, the enthusiasm and the engagement levels just skyrocket when you get them out there to actually. I mean, these kids today they want to be YouTubers, they want to be podcasters, anyways. And yep. now you just make it a little bit more academic and man, it's, it's, it's gold. What you just said reminded me of something that has happened this week is because I do this podcast and part of this podcast, it, I have it uploaded to YouTube. Uh, it's just another avenue because not everybody's going to listen in iTunes or something like that. So it goes to YouTube and one of our fifth grade students came up to me last week and said, Mr. Coley, you have a YouTube channel. <laughs> And I said, yeah, you're right, bud, I do. And he's like, yeah, I, I saw, and he starts talking about this podcast. And he starts talking about my week, my monthly video message that I send out to our community. And then just yesterday, or not yesterday, but Friday, he, because we're recording this on Monday, he comes in and, is, and he said, uh, Mr. Cooley, when, when are you doing your next, when are you doing your next, uh, your next podcast? Which just goes to show it's like, like you said, kids want to be YouTubers. Yeah. They're already doing this type of stuff. And I mean, depending on what level of students you teach, um, if they're in the old, they're already do they're already connected to something like this. So why not tap into something that they are already passionate about? And to your point, you said many will view this as one more thing. Yeah. But I would say, like, it's not one more thing. Instead of doing your old school whatever report, for example, they're going to write it anyway. Yeah. Why not have them write a script and record it? So now you're killing two birds with one stone, not just the writing standards, but the speaking standards. And you're not the only person going to see it. Mom's going to see it. Dad's going to see it. The world's going to see it. Anybody can see it, or in this case, hear it <laughs> right um, it's just you're the benefits just so far outweigh um anything that that would stop you from trying to do it and the so. kid and the kids get so proud of it like i have kids come and tell me oh my parents and i we sat around the computer and we listened to it together and you know of course the kid is just super proud and the parents are like oh my gosh that's amazing i had a i think the husband or boyfriend of one of our teachers on staff I happened to go into her room for something and he was there and he goes, Oh, you do the podcast. Oh, I love listening to the students here. Oh, th it's so exciting. It's so encouraging, whatever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know this guy. And you know, he says he waits for the podcast episodes to come up. So you don't know what the influence is going to be either. Um, it, like you said, it's global it, and it's local, but it, the benefits of really getting the, uh, the families engaged into it. Yep. Um, it's so it's right on. Yeah, like you said, that we were the family sitting around listening to that. It's, I mean, whether it, I mean, you think about like my son's a freshman in high school, 
and and back i mean like whether it's dude perfect and youtube or something like they know that every other monday <laughs> that's when their videos are coming out so it's kind of like it was something to look forward to and imagine taking that kind of excitement that kind of um anticipation and applying it to school <laughs> right and you know my class is third grade um and i did it last year with my third graders and i have second graders being interviewed with by my third graders and i have a plan for our tk class to do an episode and they're going to sing a song and they're going to they're going to i don't know they're going to say something too we haven't got it all figured out but my point is it can be for all ages. It's not like, you know, you got upper grades or high school. I mean, I'm, I'm doing third grade and they're going for it. That's awesome. And I just want to, as you said that, I'm like jotting that down. It's like for anyone listening, if you're thinking, well, my kids aren't old enough. Yeah. Third grade. So you're, you're talking eight and nine year olds. Can they can do this? Yeah. So um, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, well, again, Dean, if, if somebody wanted to listen to Deaver Scholars and, and your, what the hop, what, what's the yeah, hopcast? The, the Bullfrog Hopcast. The Bullfrog. Where could they find that? Uh, Spotify. It's, they're both on Spotify. Um, nice. I think that's the best place. Um, you could also, I did a couple, couple, couple bitlies. So it's bitly and then Deaver Scholars capital D, capital S for scholars, and then bit.ly, uh, capital T for the, capital B for bullfrog, capital H for hopcast, and it'll both those links will take you right to it. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm definitely going to check those out. And um, uh, again, for anyone listening, if you want, I just will cannot encourage you enough. Uh, Tony Vincent, who is my virtual mentor, he's the one who got me started on it. And it's one of the best things that I could have done in the classroom. Do not let your lack of, well, I don't know how to do, you have a phone, <laughs> you have a voice recorder on your phone, start there. And if nothing else, I, I'll share something. Maybe you want to start here. I got the idea from Eric Langhorst, who is a, uh, a history teacher in Missouri about StudyCast. And I don't know if you've, if, if you've seen or heard of something like this. Basically, what he did was he recorded study prep podcasts huh. for his students. And I saw that online. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to try this, too. So I did the same type of thing for my kids. If it was a, if it was a, a social studies unit or something, I would just basically take my computer. Now you could do it on your phone. I would take my notes. And I would just record myself reviewing what student, students needed to know for the test. And then I would put it out there and kids could listen to it on their time to help prepare for an assessment. And there's something about like cracking a notebook and studying or popping your AirPods in your ears and studying that way. <laughs> it's yeah. like... If we can put, if you can put content into a form, a format that the kids are all, these kids, their, their earbuds, their earpod, ear, ear, whatever. I mean, AirPods, earbuds, they're in their ears all the time. Yeah. Um, so what if we could take our content and put it into that? Imagine. And it becomes meaningful because they need to know that. And it's in an interesting way. It write up, you know, what they are, like you said, they're already doing it. So 
why not, you know, meet them, meet them where they're at. Meet them where they're at. They're in the backseat of the car on a running errands around town, listening to Mr. Deaver, tell them <laughs> what they need to know for their test. I mean, and that's something where it's like, again, you record that, you throw that into Google Drive and you email that link to the students and their parents. Some, I mean, easy peasy, no editing, no music, nothing. You don't need that kind of stuff. You can put it if you want, but it's not necessary. So uh, that's fantastic. Well, Dean, Thank you, my friend. This is, uh, I, I hope that anyone who is, who is listening today uh, will, will take our advice <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and jump in and, and, or wade in. Again, you don't have to jump into the deep end. Uh, wade into the pool and give your students that opportunity to showcase what they're learning in a, in a, in a way that is um, engaging, relevant. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're listening to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Why not give your students the opportunity to create something like that as well? So awesome. So Dean, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, contact you, follow you on Twitter, learn from you, how could they do that? Yeah. So um, I, I'm definitely on Twitter and Instagram. Um, on Twitter, I think it's at DeverDean. Uh, so Deaver is D-E-A-V-E-R. And then on Instagram, it's at Deaver Scholars. Awesome. And you post some, you post uh, regularly some great, great pictures about uh, you, the pictures about a Skype lesson you were doing the other day. So yeah, folks, uh, follow Dean because uh, it's always great seeing the great things that you are doing, my friend. Oh, well, thank you. And again, uh, I honestly, this is a no... No, you know, no joke here. I, you really inspired me years ago and I've just always kept that in the back of my mind. Like, man, I gotta, I gotta do what Brent's doing. Oh, well, glad I could pay it forward from what Tony, from what Tony Vincent did for me. I'm glad I was able to, uh, to, uh, share the wealth, (laughs) share the, spread the, spread the joy to other classrooms that, 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 uh, makes my day here in that Dean. So Thank you, my friend. And uh, for everyone listening, thank you for listening. Uh, again, if you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe uh, like Dean's podcast. We're in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. Uh, we're in Stitcher as well, or you can find it on my website, brentcoley.com, on the podcast page there. Again, uh, if you want some more information about the podcast or you want to hear some podcasts, I do have the podcast page on brentcoley.com. You can listen to some of my my students' uh, podcasts that we created. Again, it was about 10 years ago, but you get the idea. You get the idea of what students can do. Be sure to check out uh, Dean's students' podcast as well um, because, I mean, I'm just, I am a broken record on this. I was so excited about recording this because I so passionately believe in the power of podcasts, which is why we're doing this podcast. So... All right, Dean, uh, until I talk to you next time, my friend, have a good one. Thanks again. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank, thanks for inviting me and having me on. Uh, it's definitely a pleasure, dude. Awesome. Awesome. The, that feeling is mutual. And uh, for everyone listening, thank you. And until next time, have a good one.